Let's take a moment to reflect on how we define what constitutes a miracle as we listen to Elder Donald L. Hallstrom tell the miraculous story of a man who fell off a cliff and lived. Clark and his son Ty and about 30 other young men and leaders set out on a high adventure activity hiking to the 14,180-foot summit of Mount Shasta, one of the highest peaks in California. One of the first people to the top that day was Clark. After a brief rest near the edge of the summit, he stood and began to walk. As he did, he tripped and fell backward over the edge of a cliff, suffering a free fall of about 40 feet and then an out-of-control tumble down the icy slope for another 300 feet. Remarkably, Clark survived, but he was severely injured and unable to move. The miracles Clark experienced during this traumatic event were just beginning. Some of the first to reach him happened to be a group of hikers that included mountain rescue guides and emergency medical professionals. They immediately treated Clark for shock and provided gear to keep him warm. This group also happened to be testing a new communication device and sent an emergency request for help from an area where cell phones could not get a signal. A small helicopter was immediately dispatched to Mount Shasta from an hour away. After two dangerous but unsuccessful attempts to land at an altitude that pushed the limits of the aircraft and struggling with treacherous wind conditions, the pilot began a third and final try. As the helicopter approached from a different angle, the winds happened to change, and the aircraft landed just long enough for the group to quickly and painfully squeeze Clark into the small compartment behind the pilot's seat. When Clark was evaluated at Trauma Center, tests revealed that he had sustained multiple fractures in his neck, back, ribs, and wrists, a punctured lung, and a multitude of cuts and abrasions. A renowned neurotrauma surgeon happened to be on duty that day. He is at this hospital only a few times a year. The doctor later stated that he had never seen anyone sustain so much damage to the spinal cord and the carotid arteries and live. Clark was not only expected to live, but to return to full function. Describing himself as agnostic, the surgeon said Clark's case went against all his scientific learning about neurological injuries and could only be described as a miracle. As Clark and Holly finished relating this intense account, I found it difficult to speak. It was not simply because of the obvious miracles, but because of a greater one. I had a profound impression, a spiritual witness, that Holly and each of the five beautiful children who sat in the living room around their parents have such faith that they could have accepted whatever the outcome might have been that day, and they still would have spiritually prospered. In pondering the experience of the Fales family, I have thought much about the circumstances of so many others. What about those who suffer from profound afflictions physically, mentally, emotionally, for years, or for decades, or for their entire mortal life? What about those who die so very young? 
My limited knowledge cannot explain why sometimes there is divine intervention and other times there is not. But perhaps we lack an understanding of what constitutes a miracle. Often we describe a miracle as being healed without a full explanation by medical science or as avoiding catastrophic danger by heeding a clear prompting. However, defining a miracle as a beneficial event brought about through divine power that mortals do not understand gives an expanded perspective into matters more eternal in nature. This definition also allows us to contemplate the vital role of faith in the receipt of a miracle. A critical question to ponder is, where do we place our faith? Is our faith focused on simply wanting to be relieved of pain and suffering, or is it firmly centered on God the Father and His holy plan, and in Jesus Christ and His Atonement? Faith in the Father and the Son allows us to understand and accept their will as we prepare for eternity. That was an excerpt from Elder Donald L. Hallstrom's talk, Has the Day of Miracles Ceased? Thank you for taking a moment to reflect with us here on BYU Radio.